Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. A travel day today and finally a game tomorrow against the Islanders. Questions about Alex Ovechkin's status for the weekend and Bruce Boudreaux's Vancouver Canucks at Capital One Arena on Sunday. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, January 14th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Ben, after a second straight week of almost no games to watch and report on, the Capitals are about to pick up the pace between now and early February. Eight games in the next 14 days, starting tomorrow against the New York Islanders. I think it's safe to say we are all ready for more action to come our way. Yes, broadcasters, fans, those around the team, players, coaching staff, I think everyone's chomping at the bid to get some games in. John, they just finished a stretch of only six games in 26 days, six and 26. And as you noted now, what, eight and 14 coming up. So they'll make up for some lost time here. And look, a a whole lot in terms of volume of games. Some good competition coming up. Bruce Boudreaux's Vancouver Canucks coming to town. You've got the Boston Bruins again next week, the Vegas Golden Knights before the end of the month. So some intriguing opponents, challenging stretch. But what I'm looking forward to, John, is all the players have been saying, especially those who've been in and out of the lineup, they're looking forward to getting a sample size here that they could work with, that they could build some consistency, some momentum off of. They found it challenging. Several players have to have sort of the fits and starts nature of the schedule that they've dealt with. So here's hoping they could get the games in and get some consistency and get some positive results along with it. Yeah. just got to get in a rhythm. They haven't even really had a chance (laughs) to do that. As you said, six games in 26 days. That's crazy. Going back before the holidays. Alex Ovechkin did not practice with the team on Tuesday and what the team described then as a maintenance day. The whole team had the day off on Wednesday, which led us to believe that the 36-year-old captain was given some extra rest with a lull in the schedule. But yesterday, after coming out for the beginning of practice, he left the ice again and did not return. The team then said an upper body injury and precautionary for the grade eight. Ben, there's going to be another skate this morning before leaving for Belmont, but obviously some level of concern for the health of Alex Ovechkin right now. Hopefully he's okay to go against the Isles tomorrow, and hopefully whatever is seeming to be ailing him is nothing too serious. Yeah, and Peter Laviolette, John, was pretty forthcoming with uh, a little bit of information. Usually they're very tight-lipped when it comes with any injury concerns, but suggesting, acknowledging that it wasn't necessarily a specific play or instance or incident that may have led to an ailment here for Ovechkin, more so just maybe some wear and tear. And look, here's hoping he could return as soon as this weekend. And we've certainly seen Alex Ovechkin through the years, the Russian machine that never breaks, just when you think there is something that might keep him out of the lineup. Lo and behold, when it comes to game time, he's usually good to go. So here's hoping that trend continues. And I I will point out, though, John, regarding the wear and tear, you know, on something that's perhaps nagging him, It's worth acknowledging it's been a positive story how much heavy lifting Alex Ovechkin has done to this point, how much he has carried the team given the early season injuries and absences, et cetera, that we've discussed. But 
you know, look, it's his 17th season, age 36. He's averaging north of 22 minutes a night for the first time since his age 23 season. First time in 13 years. He's played big minutes, a lot of responsibility. They're not quiet minutes that he's played. And, you know, certainly something that, that bears watching as well as they continue to get more healthy bodies back and maybe how that ice time or minutes usage might be monitored, particularly down the stretch. There is no question that that is a heavy workload and looking ahead to what is not going to be a nothing February now, but maybe a blessing in disguise, at least for number eight, that without going to the Olympics, he's got a chance to rest a little bit. Only maybe a small handful of games for the Capitals expected in February, maybe a chance for him to rest up a little bit. Alexei Protus took Ovechkin's place on a line with Evgeny Kuznetsov and TJ Oshie yesterday. Still no Carl Hagelin or Dmitry Orlov as the weekend approaches. It would seem, Ben, a real chance the Caps could be still without a couple of key pieces defensively in addition to the question marks surrounding Ovechkin. Still a ways until tomorrow at 2 o'clock, of course. Another practice day, as we said this morning. But it seems more likely than not the Capitals not going to be at 100% tomorrow. They will be at some point, Ben, but today, tomorrow might not be those days. They will be at some point, eh? Can we quote you on that, John? Here's Maybe. Hoping. Yeah, here's hoping at some point they get close to that elusive optimal lineup. But yeah, regarding Orlov and Haglin, look, there's uh, there's plenty of gray areas when it comes to the COVID protocols and, and what exactly the time frames are. But if you just base it off of, you know, we have some experience in these parts now with the players returning from COVID protocol. If you base it off of, what some of the other players have been through over the past few weeks. This takes time. It takes some time, and I wouldn't anticipate necessarily seeing Orlov or Haglin back uh, just yet. Who knows? Maybe we do, but there is a thought. There's going to be some time away, and you, know, you still need to get him back on the ice for practice, for a morning skate at the very least. No morning skates this weekend with the two afternoon games, so I would certainly be looking out for the more cautious route, and they have to get through the COVID protocol first before either are able to get back. Yeah, there is that thing, too, the COVID protocol, and hopefully a couple of guys down is where it ends. In other news, but still Alex Ovechkin-related, as it turns out, the NHL announced the all-star teams for the four divisions yesterday. Ovechkin, the only capital voted onto the team, leading vote-getter in all the NHL, captain of the Metropolitans, but no one else, at least not yet, joining him from the Caps, Evgeny Kuznetsov, going to be among the players, is among the players, looking to make it now in the last man in voting format. But it marks the 12th time that Alex has been named to the All-Star Game, a franchise record, Ben, that will almost certainly never be broken. Yeah, and for Alex Ovechkin, it's really, it's it's perfect in terms of the selections that he has received. I say that in the context of it's 12 out of 17 seasons, what about those five other years? Well, they didn't have all-star games those five other years, be it because they were Olympic years or because of lockout or last year, the abbreviated COVID campaign. So in years, there actually have been all-star games. Ovi's been selected to all 12 of them uh, throughout his career. And look, looking forward to potentially seeing him, you know, in uniform this time. Uh, he's opted out out of a number of those all-star games, but he's at least said publicly, suggested over the past few weeks, that he would go this time to Las Vegas. And again, with the benefit of that breather, that break on the other side of the all-star break, it's not as if you go to the all-star game and then boom, you've got a regular season game two, three nights later. So looking forward to seeing him there and we'll see if he has some company in the form of Evgeny Kuznetsov and that last man standing vote. 
it's certainly going to be a little bit different coming back from Vegas with time off instead of hopping a plane immediately and going to Beijing for the Olympics. Not to look too far ahead. We're allowed to. The players aren't. They've got the Islanders to contend with first. But on Sunday, the Capitals return home, and the Vancouver Canucks will be the opponent. Bruce Boudreau returns to 7th and F Street on Sunday, and it is quite a tough road swing that Vancouver is on right now. They started with a loss in Florida. They had Tampa Bay last night. They have Carolina coming tomorrow, and then that's part of a back-to-back where the Caps and the Canucks will meet Sunday afternoon. So a pretty rugged stretch for them. But Ben, for all the success that he has had since taking over the Canucks They're relevant again. they got a long way to go to get back in the top eight out west, but nobody's laughing at those guys anymore. And given some of the offensive upside that has happened since Bruce got there, that's going to be a tough task now for Washington, too, when Vancouver comes in. It's a back half of two and two for Washington as well. Oh, yeah, hardly a pushover, the Vancouver Canucks. And since Boudreaux took over there, you're talking about them realizing some offensive potential, which is certainly true. But you look at his first 10 games since he took over the Canucks, and they've been very spread out, those 10 games, because they had quite a few games postponed. But he he and the Canucks, 8-1-1 in his first 10 games, and the Canucks, the best defensive team in the NHL over that 10-game sample size dating back to December 6th, uh, league-best 1.90 goals against average. So if they're getting the offense, they're getting the defense, it's a good combination. And as noted, 8-1-1 in their first 10 But despite that, John, again, they did have some games postponed, but despite that strong start, you know, they only gained three points in the standings, which goes to show you how difficult it is to make up ground. It was such a hole that the Canucks dug themselves in the standings before they made the coaching change. It very much is an uphill climb. We saw him pull an uphill climb with the Capitals back in 07-08 when he took over a last-place club, led them all the way into the postseason in 07-08. See if history repeats itself with Vancouver, but at least for the here and now this weekend, uh, certainly a tough challenge, but should be a fun game coming up on Sunday. Uh, Two teams playing back-to-backs, but uh, certainly uh, always fun when Bruce Boudreaux's back in town and a Canucks team which has been playing very well of late. I know I'm not betting against him. Caps and the New York Islanders tomorrow at 2 o'clock kick off the weekend. Barry Trotz not expected to be behind the bench for the Isles. Lane Lamberts is expected to be the guy that fills in for Barry. He's out in COVID protocol. Network air on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7 is at 145. Ben, have yourself a hockey-filled weekend, will you? Happy weekend, John. See you at the rink. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.